What's up, everybody? It's your main man, comedian Cletus Cassidy, man, and I'm so excited to be here. Find me anytime, anywhere on IG, uh, social media, all of it at Cletus Comedy, C L E T U S Comedy. That's Instagram, that's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's TikTok. It's everything except Christian Mingle. On Christian Mingle, you can find me um, at Thy Rod and Staff Comfort Me. But other than that, right now you're rocking with me and the most beautiful, delectable woman in television. My girl, Michelle C. and Candid Kisses TV. It's the Jill of all trades, Michelle C., a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candid Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candid Kisses, blown away. Candid Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. AKA DJ Make a Move, the Jill of all trades. And I'm back with another banger. But you know what we do each and every time about the same time. I got to threaten you. Mm -hmm. Subscribe now. I'm going to tell you, Mama, act like she don't raise you right. And I'm so serious about my subscriptions. I'm going to let my fellow Aquarius sisters let you know how I really feel about it. I don't want to fuck nobody up. No, 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 no. that you will lay hands on people that make them subscribe. So, I mean, go ahead and do what you do. So now that all the church announcements are over, we're going to get into this thing. I am bringing to you another dope talent. Listen, this man has been doing comedy for quite some time, ripping and blessing the stages from here and there. Give it up for a comedian, producer, actor, writer, Cletus Cassidy. Pew, 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 pew. You supposed to know how to make that noise off the top because you a DJ. All day, all day. You already know. Listen, that, that intro. That intro. Her and Brandy are in there. What we do? We finna get your business a little bit, little I'm in it, man. Let's go. Let's let's go. I pay, I paid my taxes this year. Okay, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Be on time. So, so my first question I normally ask every comedian vet is, when did you know that you wanted to be in the entertainment industry? Oh, man, I never did. So what, what really happened for me, man, is when I went to college, uh, I was a PE major in college. Um, so okay. I know my body doesn't show it at all. Sometimes people major in stuff 
and they don't know what they're doing afterwards, you know. So I, mm-hmm. I was a PE major. I majored in physical education. I haven't physically educated myself at all. Mm-hmm. But um, and I just felt like that was the perfect job. When mm-hmm. I went to college, I said, man, who do I know that has a job but doesn't really work? And I was like, PE teachers. Man, they sit in that thing. They get their summers off. They don't mm-hmm. do nothing. make fat kids do push-ups. I was like, this is the life for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was in college, my personality has always been my personality. So one of the things that people say when they see me on stage is that, like, man, this is so natural for you. This don't even see like you working hard. Well, it, it really is just who I am. I genu- genuinely get paid to do something that I would do for free. Um, but I don't. I don't do it for free. So if anybody's watching, just right. know. Um, but <laughs> so when I was in college, man, I started hosting events and just doing stuff just off my natural. But I still just wanted to be a PE teacher. Um, and God, who has the best sense of humor out of everybody, kind of saw some of the things that I was doing, where I was going with my life. And he was like, no, nah, this is the path I'm going to put you on. So I ended up started by doing radio. Then I ended up working at BET for a little bit. And then it just kind of snowballed. I worked for 15 years in a law firm. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't know that about me, man. They just think I have criminal charges. No, I help defend people <laughs> with criminal charges. That's that's why you saw me in court so much. So, um, but it was not the plan that God had for me. And so he was like, this is what I want you to do. And so that's what ended up happening, man. So like for maybe the past eight, nine years, I've been doing it where comedy is the only thing that I do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just kind of pushing through that. And it's, and it's, um, I'm like a broker Jay-Z, um, comedy is the foundation. And then a lot of things fall off of me being a stand up comic. So like where his, his rap is his foundation. And then after that came, the clothing and the liquor line and all of that stuff like all those other things became residuals but the that was the rapping was the top for me that's for the same thing for me so comedy stand-up comedy is the starting point then after that comes the acting the writing the hosting the producing and all that kind of stuff right now you know what's funny about what you said with the pe it just resonated with me because all my pe teachers were fat so- yeah we don't we don't practice what we preach <laughs> that's what we do, you know. So the National PE Teachers Association of America, NPTA, uh, right. I just made that up. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they, yeah, that, it's, it's gonna be weird, really big. That plane is not gonna have a full number of people on it. I'm gonna tell you that right and, now. And then, and then my health teacher was fat too. I'm just like, so what are y'all doing here? Like, I'm confused. Listen, <laughs> do what I say, not as I do. You know, those who cannot teach. <laughs> Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. moving on so you said you never you didn't know that you want to do comedy but what was that thing that just gave you that bug that say you know what let me try it so now um what i have so let me see let me try to figure out exactly what i want to say on it um what's my drive what's my point what's my position i don't know i think it's the fact that with comedy i never feel like i'm working so no matter what I have to do, whatever toil and try, trial I have to go through, it's okay. When I was working a real job and I had to get up at nine o'clock to go to work, well, I had to get up at seven to go to work. It was a strain every day. Every day it was like, oh, I got to get up and go to work again. Yeah. But with comedy, man, if I got to be on a flight at six 
I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, let's get on this flight at six o'clock. Let's let's move. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have an issue with it at all. So I realized that I was there. And then stuff started getting pouring back into me from doing the comedy. So I would hear people hit me up and be like, hey, man, you changed my life, man. I I was going through a struggle in my life, man. My mom was dying. And the only joy that we had every day was listening to you online. Or I came to a show and I was dealing with this, that, and the third. And because of you talking about what you talked about, it changed my life. So I felt like, all right, cool. Well, I am where I need to be. Um, now I got to change my prayers. Um, I be praying wrong. Like I, I prayed, I was like, yo God, when I prayed, when I started doing comedy for real, I was like, yo, just give me enough money to take care of me and my kids. And that's what he's done. I should have prayed. Like, let me be rich. I, I messed up when I realized he was going to give me everything I wanted. So I've been, you know, in revision mode with my prayers right now. I've been like, look, hey, God, be specific. You better ask made, made me really rich. And I'm going to change. I ain't going to be the same person. My, my phone number is going to be different. All of that. So Michelle, you got me at a good time. You got me. No, I'll answer for you calling. Maybe. <laughs> So you know, have you? I don't know if you ever lived in Atlanta or not, but like, do you frequent Atlanta often? So first of all, you can't ever ask a straight man if he frequents Atlanta often. You know what? People start having questions. Uh, but I've been in in the Atlanta area quite a bit. Cause I think I met you like it was years ago, like way back when. I was just like, cause I remember you, but I didn't. You, you might have been doing comedy. Now. I don't know if you're doing comedy. Uh, at but I was all. in Atlanta. It was because I was doing comedy. Okay. I ain't had no, I ain't lost nothing down there, man. And first of all, half people in Atlanta don't even live in Atlanta. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, it was a club called Utopia. I think it was. Oh, I'm gonna say yes, but I'm also gonna be like, I'm not sure if just in case it was well, a gay if, club. If that was the because I think that's where I met you at. Whatever. I just know, like, and you, you weren't doing comedy. Like, I was actually there to set up a, a like an event that I was getting ready to do, and you were there, and this, you was this real, like, you know, cool and, and silly. I was just like, this nigga stupid. And seeing that's what hurts me in life. Don't nobody, you know, Idris Elba never gets that. Idris Elba goes people and be like, man, I remember him. They be like, man, this man is sexy, but I get this nigga stupid. That's that's where my life is. You know what? That ain't I, didn't, bad, I didn't come here to be verbally abused, Michelle. I did not come here. That, no, let me, no, let me tell you something. You know, verbal abuse. The one thing I will say, if somebody ain't doing too good, at least you kind of like try to be gentle with them and nice. Because I listen, I saw you on the Michael Kyer show a couple of weeks back, and uh, you know, a fellow comedian friend of mine didn't do too well. Baby, listen, I, I, I try to say something, but if you're gonna step out there. That's gonna be on you. If you gonna step out there and decide that you don't want to do well, then well, this is what you earn. But we give so you know I'm I'm the co-host and executive producer, well not executive producer, one of the producers of Michael Collier's morning show. Mm -hmm. And when we have the comedians on there, we tell them either come on here, or be funny, or it's gonna be a long walk back to your car. Yeah. So if you choose a Jill Scott and take that long walk, just know it's gonna be a long walk. Listen, when you when you see your friends not doing good, like you'd be like, dang, you kind of you feel sorry for him. But when you told that nigga he was a terrorist at this point, I said, I'm no more. Man, wait a minute, Jesus! I'm like, I can't take it. At like, this point, I couldn't take it no more. I laughed for a good thirty. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was around that thing about forty times. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comedy should not be a life or death situation. I tell you that. That thing tickled my soul. I said, I am, I am done with life. <laughs> so, guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> Get it right. Keep it tight. 
listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. comedian you have to be a good writer when did you know that you were a good writer oh that was like fourth grade okay i already knew i now one thing about it man i might act silly man but i'm probably one of the smartest people you ever gonna meet man i'm i'm on my uh, alexander hamilton why do I, I assume i'm the smartest in the room um that that's that's my attitude a lot of times so i've always been an excellent writer um I've, I've written for my very first job in entertainment was writing so i've written for myself for other people the writing part is just great. The The hardest part about being a writer is actually immersing yourself in another person mm. and writing for them. So um, I think naturally I'm kind of an empath, so I feel for other people. So, like, I can't write for you what I would say. That's right. the key to it. I really have to write from your perspective, from your life, see what you're doing, see how you how you would say it. That's the hardest part, but... I've always been an excellent writer. I, I, I will, I will, will be humble on a lot of things. But as far as writing, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a monster. With a pain. Did you, did you come up with the? Because I think it was you on some bit that I saw. It was like a, because um, I know you do um, churches. You know, sometimes when you're doing your comedy, I do a lot of churches. It's, it's the number is dropping. It used to be like ninety percent churches and corporate, but like okay. now, right now it's like at about probably like if I had to give you seventy six point eight percent getting okay. a lot more clubs and engagements now yep so question do now do you want to class do you classify yourself as a clean comic or just just comedian? i just i just classify myself as a comedian but okay. i am clean so i don't cuss um but i can still do like i host a, i host uh good friends of mine kristen seville's and um j-rod have a podcast called and then we had sex um, okay. and they do it live Mm-hmm. And I, I I open and host, and then we had sex. And on that show, we talk about sex. You know, we okay. just talk about it clean. We shower first. No, I um. <laughs> okay. We just STD free with it. So okay. comedy is comedy. I just don't cuss. I don't. I, I'm not a cusser in general. Right. So okay. I wouldn't. I would feel odd going on stage, being somebody who doesn't cuss, and just start cussing out of the blue. So you ain't and, never stepped your toe and they said shit. Yeah. Oh, on, on every Thursday. <laughs> But what I try to do is keep my furniture in a way that I know exactly where my furniture is. Like, I haven't gotten that clumsy yet that I don't know where my bed is. And uh, my bed is big enough that I can see it, you know. Okay. <laughs> right. Ain't no twin bed sex going on over here. We're we going full king size. So okay. I can push you over and be like, I don't want to be near you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a bit, and I, like I said, I don't know. If, I, I'm pretty sure it was you. But it was a bit where, I can't remember the song, but the it was the choir and they were singing a song. And it was about turkey and grape or something. Oh like yeah, that. that's me. That is my song. Uh, Great is your cooking. That's it. Uh, that's what well, it was. I remade that. I got background singers and everything.
Donnie McClurk and Staple. Yeah, yeah. I do wrote. I, so at one point, I was really heavy on doing um, parodies. So mm -hmm. I had um, I had a lot about bacon. Um, Bacon's the best of me. Uh, Lord, I love bacon. Uh, I had a song called uh, Snacks Are the Enemy. Mm. Uh, and then I have that one as well. Uh, I got one called Overweight People, which is done to uh, John Legend's Ordinary People. Oh, that's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I was doing a lot of parodies. I was like Black Weird Al for a little bit, but um, I enjoy them. I can't sing worth nothing. Like the person who does your intro, mm -hmm. like me and them on that same page. That the, the intro song. Oh, you know them. That was Tyler Chronicles singing. Acting, acting oh, oh, yeah. Well, he's horrible on that. So you said Tyler, <laughs> get his life, get his life together, because he sang that horribly. But I but I enjoyed every moment of it. It was horrible. Like, was like, I sound like T Pain. I was like, no, Teddy can sing. That was T Pain full. <laughs> now I'm 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 a I'm a music lover because I'm a singer songwriter too. So when it comes to like comedy, like I do lean heavily on music because that's just my passion. And then like I hear like a lot of old older vets in the game, like, oh, you know, when you do music jokes, that's hack jokes. And I'm just like if it's funny, it's funny. Whether you like it or not, that I might it just might not work for you. Yeah, so tell I, old I, people, tell old tell old comics shut up. Um, <laughs> you tell them to, to shut up. The, here, here's the only thing that I have to say about the the people who rely heavily on 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 music. Mm -hmm. You have to be so if you rely heavily on music being played for your material, you got to always remember you're not always going to be in a venue that has music. Facts. So what happens when you get somewhere where there is no music that can be played? The DJ, the DJ's drunk, uh, the, the sound system is broken, something of that nature. So what happens? You don't have your music to rely on. You mm -hmm. really have to have your comedy right. intact. Your material has to be strong enough that it can survive regardless of the music. Mm -hmm. um, but if you can throw in music stuff, one of the most relatable things on this planet is music. Exactly. Comedy is about being relatable. So if I can bring you in based on a based on a song, I've already won. They just mad because they ain't think about it. You know, I think that yeah, because it, it is a little sprinkle of hate when it comes to certain comments in the game. I can't speak for all, but like you know, some some of the older vets, I feel like because they're not ready to transition to what's going on now, they, they need to just transition like, to death. Some of them just need <laughs> to go ahead and transition to meeting meeting Jesus, the upper room. So and so and they feel the same way right now about those who have kind of got garnered their fame through social media facts so you have a lot of the older comics the road comics who don't like social media comedy mm -hmm. all they did was get to where you were trying to get to faster yeah in their day you had to get on the road you had to go to 27 different clubs you had to jump in the car six or seven of y'all drive across country sleep in the car sleep in motel sixes just to get your name out now mm -hmm. i can sit in my living room and get the same travel i can travel without leaving my room Exactly. You just mad because that wasn't available to you. That part. Listen, it was there was black and white TVs, color TV. Just be don't be mad. If if we can if we can look at life, like people, here's a here's a fact of life. People love Beyonce, right? And I, I'm not anti-Beyonce. I don't want to say anything negative about Beyonce because I don't want to get your show show shut down and then people be trying yeah, to follow. Yeah, yeah, I'm allergic to bees. So <laughs> Beyonce is a beneficiary of this actual time frame. Mm -hmm. Beyonce is a megastar because of the way that she's able to spread, the way that she's able to drop music on a Tuesday and immediately, 12.01 on Tuesday, you have it. Michael Jackson did what she did in a different era. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't figure out how people in Bangladesh knew what Michael Jackson was. Like, how did it? There was no internet. There was no nothing. But they still had a way of getting their music. 
just because it was done differently doesn't mean that it's wrong. You right. know what I'm saying? The Jackson Five would have loved to have that same thing. Michael Jordan, yeah. if he Michael Jordan would have been in the social media era, who knows how big he would have been? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's a different level of scrutiny when you want the social media area too. Because just like everybody can see you and praise you, everybody can sit there and tear you apart. Yes, Lord. If you ain't tough enough to handle that tear apart, man, it gets you. Your block game got to be strong. If I if you I ever see a comment, block, delete it next. <laughs> and see, and I got to get to that point. See, I'm not there yet. I'm way too petty. I'm way too... I, I, I will block and delete somebody saying positive before I block and delete somebody saying something negative. Why? I love, yeah, I have that issue. If it's 100 comments and 99 of them are positive, I'm finding that one person that we finna go toe-to-toe. And it's usually, the answer is usually gonna start with your mama. You know what? You know what? This is the funny part. Like, I've, I've only had maybe two encounters where somebody tried to come from me, but it wasn't. That's the only thing I hate about, like, when it's social media, because texts don't have a tone. So what I said wasn't to to be offensive but then when i thought about like oh the way i said it could have been taken taken either way so oh, yeah well, once i get mad enough take it how you want to take it <laughs> i'm gonna give it to you well when that when that when that helper took it she went ham and then now she got all the other people trying to go ham on me too but then the first thing they tried to attack was looks but then that was so funny because it's like okay before i even say something back or if i say something back let me click and see what they look like and i'm like okay you got the nerve you look like a goddamn baboon, but you want. I say, you know what? It yeah, ain't working. You look like a chicken wolf moose pig. Audacity is at an all time high. Listen, I don't know if they are giving it away at Walmart. If like you can go to your local gas station with every free fill up, they fill you up with audacity. But audacity is at a level that you just can't even. Oh, people have got it. Audacity spreading faster than COVID. And Doug, when I tell you, got I audacity. And then when I saw her little like tag in buddies, I was just like, "See, y'all just a crew of ugly." And then y'all got the okay. Well, we just and so here's the and here's the other part about, and I know we you know get on here to talk about and lament social media, but you know back in the day, crazy used to stay local. Mm. Like if you had somebody crazy, they just sat in their little living room with their little tinfoil hat on, and there was no way for their crazy to connect to the crazy in the next city. <laughs> now, because of the internet, man, crazy all over the country can connect in a snap. So man. you you be like, man, we just had one crazy dude. Oh, no, it's one everywhere now. And they all get together and they form the superpower of crazy. Same mm -hmm. thing happens with ugly. Ugly can get together in no time. You just be like, oh, my God, where did all this come from? And it just be the swamp thing conviction. And you don't know what to do. It's just, oh, man, it's crazy. And I'm not calling anybody ugly. I don't usually do that. I call them differently attractive. So that's just... I just call them facially challenged, but okay, definitely. Ugly ain't always to the face. I've seen some people who have amazing faces, and then they body uh, be shaped like all kinds of things, like everything at once. Like a wisdom tooth, and yeah. Yep, okay. and packet as well. <laughs> like, you know, I'd rather be shaped like a side tooth than a, than a wisdom tooth, because, you know, the side tooth. Make me a molar. Lord, make me a molar. I'm not, and I'm in no way slim. Let's not, let's not, this is not just a, again, anti-fat people, because then that would be self-hate. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you got to learn. And women, y'all got it easy, because you can put on all them lines. Y'all can put on yeah. slimming, the lies y'all put on them slimming garments and those spanks and all that kind of stuff. All kinds of lies well, y'all can put Y'all men putting on lies, too. Y'all putting on the fake beards and the, and the this fake... Is fake new. This is new. This is new. This is the 20, this is post-pandemic. If you're a fat man, you're just a fat man. It ain't no way you're going to roll up on a man and feel him and he feel like he got on Kevlar. That's the whole thing, man. I don't know. 
half of the time whether y'all ladies are going to the club or going to war the way that y'all put on that body proof vest and all that kind of stuff, I, can't, I ain't gonna lie to you <laughs> none of y'all, listen nine out of ten women when they go out can't take a deep breath like if <laughs> you know what y'all had to unzip her before she can breathe right y'all Make y'all are definitely waiting to inhale facts <laughs> Done with you. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey, yo, what, what singer do? What, what singer do? Hey, cuz, what singer do, cuz? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card do, using only do, the word do. Do, same genre. Do, what? Do, 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 you got your family and they need you there. But I try to resist being last on your list. But no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com. All right, we are moving on. What is one of the most memorable moments you've had on stage? Uh, I let somebody, uh, I did a big show, man. We had about, we had about 1,500 people there at the show, and I let a dude propose at oh. the show. I set the whole proposal up. I used music, too. And she okay. had no idea what was going on, nothing. And so we, uh, she's standing there looking dumb, because you just don't know what to do in a proposal. I've never been proposed to. But uh, we just had, I, I was telling jokes. So I had him standing there and she was standing there. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, he's got something he wants to say. Let me drop some hints. Mm. So we, uh, I think we played Jagged Edge first, uh, which is a disrespectful marriage song. If, if anybody ever proposes to you like that, ladies, leave. Know your worth, queen. Uh, just meet me at the altar. We ain't get no younger. We might as well do this. It's not a statement of love. But we did that. I can't remember what the third song was, but the last one was, um, Bruno Mars. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Hey, baby. I think I want to marry you. And so, yeah, that came out. And she finally figured it out then. So he didn't marry anybody bright. But I was going to say, it took that to. Okay. Yeah, it took three songs. But I mean, you know, it worked out. So that was the most memorable thing I think I've had happen. Well, did she, was she smart enough to say yes? Or she me? did. And if she had said no in public, that probably would have been great because. That would have been comedy gold for the rest of my show, but yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like nigga, you didn't think that was gonna happen, did you? Like, <laughs> oh Whoa. my god. No, your yeah. work, King. Walk off. Man. All right. What is the ultimate goal in the entertainment industry? So, what do you want to do with your platform? Man, I want to tell you the same thing I say every night, man. I'm trying to take over the world. Um, no, what my ultimate goal is, man, really is to become the best best version of me possible um and and get myself out to the masses i got so much more that i want to do than just the comedy i want to affect people's lives mm -hmm. so if i if i could take my comedy and use that in a way that it helps me to get to help other people i think that's great like i i, I had the same heart as my daughter my daughter has the heart to give to everybody want to do everything for anybody she sees a homeless person she wants to go ahead and feed them and i want to be able to get homeless communities i want to be able to mm -hmm. to, to help abuse children help people kids and get better education so i want to do that and i also want to just kind of change how people view entertainment so it's definitely i want to have my own comedy club um i just went to mike epps's club mike epps is opening a club in detroit okay um, and it's amazing it's amazing it's not even finished yet and it's amazing 
Um, one side's got a restaurant, then he's got a comedy club, and then he's got a private um, club on the second floor. Okay. Um, and, and talking to uh, talking to his business partner, it took them six, seven years to find just the building, not wow. just the dream itself, but to find mm-hmm. the building after having a dream. So it told me, man, you got to comp- you can persevere, you can keep on. Your dreams aren't too big. The things that you want to do aren't too large. You can get them. Now we can't be fast food. We not we not we not. Our dreams are oven made. Mm. The problem is we think all our dreams are microwave. We can put them in in two minutes and they right there. Now our dreams are oven made, which means sometimes we got to warm the oven up. Then we got to put the stuff in, and it's gonna take four and a half hours. So our our dreams take more than what's gonna happen in the microwave. So I'm prepared for that. So my key is man, just to be able to do all of those things and give back. Um, to the community and the people who rolled with me from the beginning. So do you have a preacher's license too? Because you're preaching today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> preacher's license, you can just get them anywhere, man. I bought two of them at Walmart last week. Okay, well, you yeah, it worked. They worked. It was a BOGO. It was a BOGO. I just <laughs> do them so I can do funerals. Man, I'm <laughs> trying to cut down on how much well, I spend. Be broke if you're doing funerals, niggas die every day. It ain't even about that. I, I and, and they do. I mean, listen, people are dying today that have never died before. But mm-hmm. what I really want to do funerals for, man, because I think I'm going to be able to cut down on my grocery bill if I could just go to a repass every day. You know what? I got a question. That's the stupidest shit. Now, it may be stupid to you, but it, but it hit home for me. Repass. Why do they call like what? This call it the, the, the place where they eat chicken. Like, nigga, what? How are you going to re die? Why do they even call it repass? Yeah, that's what, because you can't pass here once you're coming back again. When we coming back? Because most of y'all going to go through that buffet more than one time. So you don't repass. You pass here once, and this is the second time. You're going to keep repassing here. They should call it the chicken buffet. Stop calling it the shit the repass. They should. Them. I don't know what you know. We call it a feeding. Um, sometimes you know my country, my family's from the country, so they call it a feeding. Um, you know, it's all kinds of stuff that that comes I with it. I never heard it called that. That is country. Yeah, they be like, yo, we are gonna have a feeding. You know, because you don't have a setting up. Okay. You had a funeral, mm-hmm. and then you are gonna have a feeding. So that's mm-hmm. it. So at a feeding, I see a feeding works. Because, you okay. know, you have feeding from a long time ago when people had to ride a horse in. You feed the horse, you feed the people, everybody gets to eat. That's what it made me think when you say feed. I'm thinking like you got to feed the chicken. That's what it made me think. You got to feed everybody. Everybody eat. Everybody eat after the funeral. You know, you got to do it. Yeah. Oh, man. I love funeral food, though. Hey, hey, green bean, green bean, potato salad, and chicken meat. You hear me? And if you're going to have a barbecue, I listen, I will I will sing the praises of your loved one when they die. If y'all have food, <laughs> barbecue. Let me tell you what the new hustle is. You know how people sell plates, right? The the baby shower plates? Bruh! When I saw I said, if this ain't the most ignorant shit I've ever seen in my life, but I ain't Anybody got time for that? Anybody got time? First of all, I don't like my food to touch. So now you got 17 different food groups on one plate. I ain't got time for it. You got deviled eggs, potato salad, baked beans. First of all, who's making all them options? First of all, who's doing that? Because everybody act like the the meatballs is the best part of the meal. Like, meatballs are just meatballs. They're not that serious. So again, just to go back to my statement I made earlier about Atlanta, I'm never gonna be excited about anybody else's balls. That's just one of the things. I, I really, I refuse to call them. I want them to be called something else. If okay. we can call them, if we can call them tenderloins, and now nah, I don't think that's, I don't want no tenderloin either. Yeah, um, yeah that ain't that sound like you date young girls. Uh, R. Kelly presents tenderloins. No, um. I just don't want them to be called meatballs. I because I don't want to put them in my mouth. Patties? What about just it's not a patty? Um, I mean, we can call them spears if we want to. Okay. If we can call them cutlets, that'll okay. be good. I'll be like, hey man, I got a crock pot full of cutlets. That'll <laughs> that'll be nice. Uh, but no, meatball, nah, I ain't for it. Oh man. Well, 
Hey. They don't call they don't call snail snail. They at least call it escargot because you don't want to go yeah. in knowing what you're eating. They don't call what's the stuff that you calamari. Oh, they don't call it what it is. Calamari. When I had it for the first time, I was so pissed because I didn't know. Like I was on a little date and he's ordering the stuff and he was like, "Yeah, you know, try this calamari." I'm like, "Okay." Cool, first of all, that dude, first of all, that man bought you calamari. That was a big date. Don't call that a little date. I'm tired hey, of y'all women. Was, uh, it was Joe's crab house. It was a little date. It don't matter. He took you there. I'm what I'm tired of is y'all changing the size and shape of stuff. That's women. Women change the size and shape of everything. You don't believe me? Loan a woman $20. When you uh-huh. give her that $20, then go ask for it back. And she's gonna be like, I'm tired of your little stinking $20. No, it won't little and stinking. When I gave it to you, it was full size and it smelled fresh. Women forever changing the size, shape, and smell of stuff. If it was wrinkled, it was stinking. So stop it. <laughs> it got to be fresh pressed for me to stop take it. That was a big date. He so, so he gives he orders the calamari. I've never had it before. I'm tasting it. I'm like, okay, cool. He's just like, what you think? And I was like, it's a little chewy, but you know, it's cool. He's just like, yeah, squeak. I said, Nick, because I didn't know it was. I'm you won't go eat it if they said, yo, let me get some squid. Yeah, and I and I didn't eat it ever again. That was it for me. Like, don't don't trick me into eating some stuff that I don't want to eat. That's just like like giving me frog legs and calling it something else. And they're like, oh, this is good. They'd be like, you know, it's frog legs. What? No, don't do that to me. They be like, so you know what venison is, right? Uh, deer, ain't it? Yeah, that's deer. They don't call it deer meat because you wouldn't eat Bambi. I did. Unless you worked at a strip club. Your grandfather, he made some fried venison and we was chilling. We eating it. He was just like, yeah, that's deer. I was like, see, don't just stop telling me. If you don't tell me, I'm okay. When you tell me, it's when we got to fight. Michelle, I'm I'm really upset that you, you know, don't know what you what meat you're putting in your mouth. First of all, what we're not going to do is that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Meat Michelle, come on here. You know what? I, I just became vegan just because of that. How about that? There it is. <laughs> there it is. So we are moving on. Okay, so typically I ask people like, you know, who they like as far as music. Because I mean, the entertainment industry is full of everything. So who is your favorite rapper and singer and why? My favorite, uh, my favorite rapper is probably gonna be a tie between Common and Nas. Um, I really, really enjoy both of their music. I really, really also enjoy, I'm an intellectual. So if you can actually give me something that makes me think at the same time, I don't want to go KRS one deep. Okay. Cause KRS one, a lot of times he'd be so deep. You can't even enjoy yourself. Like you just be like, man, I can't even enjoy this song. Now I got to go have a whole revolution. Um, but Nas and, and, and common can both give you the fun part. They can give you the knowledge. It ain't dumbed down. I mean, like, now I've got a song called Brunch on Sundays. Like, I love it. It's 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 snazzy. And it reminds me of black women because now that y'all have decided to like brunch, y'all act like y'all moving to a higher tax bracket just because you eat brunch. Right. It ain't nothing but fat people meals moved up an hour. It's just early dinner. Um, and the same thing with comments. So that's probably about a tie between the two of them. Okay. Um, so you said musically and what else? I said, who, who's your favorite singer? Oh, Stevie Wonder. Okay. Stevie Wonder. And so if we had to do a female, it would be Lauren Hill. Um, and the Lauren Hill one ain't fair because she ain't gave us but one and a half albums. So that the Unplugged works. album, I, I like the Unplugged album because I like her, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really an official release. That was more of an MTV release. But Stevie Wonder, like, who hasn't he touched musically? What right. what genre of music hasn't done a Stevie Wonder remake? What rap song? Like, there's, there's right now probably about 50, 60 rap songs out that have a Stevie Wonder sample. And but some of know, people don't even know. You know who he hasn't touched lately is a, a barber because somebody need to cut this shit off. It's gonna fall off. 
what you're not gonna do is when he looks in the mirror, it looks fine. First of all, he ain't looking in the what mirror. What I said. <laughs> all I know is he just somebody whoever is in control of him needs to come on now. What, 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 what I said, what I just said. Three dreads in the back. When Stevie look in that mirror, he's still rocking. And here's the whole thing. And when he look at everybody else's head, look just like his. You know, you know what? I'm not. He said, my head ain't no different than yours. I see what I see. I said what I said. Well, I, one thing I will say, shout out to some more. She ain't never lied when she said I would just get this nigga the same outfit. Like, why he got to have a pair, like a change of clothes? For what? No, I'm going to tell you what makes me mad is that they keep putting him on the front row of basketball games. We are wasting a seat. Get that to a little homeless child or something. Why are we giving Stevie one of these good seats? Man, I don't, man. <laughs> so, so he can hear the game better? If you don't put some earphones on him and call it a day, you know what I mean? can tell by the way the sneakers move that he should have made a left. He could be like a good coach. You all know. <laughs> okay. All right. We believe that. Gal, your dad ain't got no basketball team. They got a football team, but Gal, your dad ain't got no basketball team. Well. You can be blind and play football, but you can't, you can't play. I don't even know how that works, but we'll move. Oh, no, it's not blind. It's deaf. Oh, okay. Me and blind is gonna be hard to play anything, except yeah. for these hoes, because Stevie and listen, listen, fifteen kids, don't he? He do, and Ray Charles. No, listen, I try all the time. I will sit at the end of a bar with one of those mm -hmm. little red, white, and black canes and see what happens. Y'all apparently <laughs> love somebody blind. Huh? <laughs> I'm on, I'm on my wrist. I will slide. He'd be like, "That's a titty." My bad. You know I'm blind. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. You but know, not my wrist, sir. When you, uh, as far as the rap go, do you do you get into the rap battles, or do you no. enjoy rap battles? I should say. So I only for the punchlines per se. Okay. But I I can't sit and watch them because I I grew up with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So well, not so much like you had to watch them, but if you had to put two of uh, two rappers together and they had to go head to head, toe to toe in a battle, who do you think would be a dope rap battle? Oh, adult rap battle. That's a great question. Because we already done Jay-Z and Nas, and, you know, we saw how that worked out. And that I thought that was great. Um, Who you think won? Nas. Okay. I, I thought so, too. I mean, I like Jay-Z, but I ain't a fan like that. Yeah, and so I'm a, I'm a Jay-Z fan, but he ain't, he ain't beat out Nas. Like, mm -hmm. Jay-Z at this point can only tell me that he's richer than me and his wife looks better than him. Like, he does all songs about that. Like, yes, we know you have way more money than me, Sean. Right. Yes, we know that you 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 groomed one of the most beautiful women in the world from the age of 16 up. But, hey, who's who's here to judge? I know R. Kelly is mad as a mug. But um, if I had to put two rappers out, man, right now that they just don't miss. I, I want Eminem on there because I just think Nine Mile was real. Mm-hmm. And Busta Rhymes. Mm. Yeah. I think we let, let Busta and Eminem go at each other. It's because they all can do all the same stuff. They can rap slow, they can rap fast. Just one is black and one is white ish. Man, yeah, that would be dope. I mean, if you and if we talking about fast rapping, you ain't gonna throw Twist in there somewhere? No, I would throw Twist in the trash. <laughs> I would let Twister and E40 go ballot out. Because so Twister and E40 rap fast, but you have no idea what they're talking about and neither they do neither do they. I think they just be saying stuff. I'd be like, what is what is it? It's nothing. Forty <laughs> just says hippopotamus over and over again. I'm and at E40, because I used to do uh radio and I'm at E40 at the station one um time. And they were just all talking, you know, he's a real cool guy, chilling or whatever. He was just like, Yeah, you you came in and get your gouda, huh? And I was like, 
I don't know what the hell you talking about, but yeah, bro. And then I thought about like this nigga talking about cheese bread. Okay, now now I got to use your little metaphors. Yeah, yeah. We got to go all the way that deep. Sure. Just just say cheese like everybody. Everybody ain't familiar with all the types of cheese. Gouda just became popular in the last three years. And now like, they smoke. Are you still coming to get your monster? What? No, I'm coming to get. I'm working. I'm not here for no gorgonzola. Let's move on, sir. Let's just let's just. You're doing too much. <laughs> If we I give black people say pepper jack because that's my favorite cheese. But you know he had to say the wrong cheese. So, you like pepper jack on purpose? On purpose? You don't like pepper jack cheese? It's okay. It it ain't it ain't giving me nothing. It's it's hot for no reason. That no, it's hot because it's good. It's you, you know what? Get your get your gouda, gouda rules. You get you some good smoked gouda. That's number gouda one. It ain't even good. It ain't even oh, good. It's you not. Know? God is good. Gouda is gouda. You need to get your whole palate together and try you some pepper jack. If you no, I ain't saying, and I ain't saying. Listen, I've been to enough of these parties where they get a little welfare squares <laughs> of cheese, and they put them up there. And I'll eat the pepper jack one. I'm not. Mm-hmm. No, I'll pop a pepper jack. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not too many like cheddar. Swiss can be weird. Swiss yeah. only works on the right food. Right. Um, I think we need to graduate from cheddar. American ain't even really cheese at all. Um, okay. like if you're still eating craft, I can't date you. Like if I talk to a lady, she'd be like, "I'd be like, what's your favorite cheese?" She'd be like, "Craft." I'd be like, "Hey, it's a bus coming. So jump in front of it." Um, <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm not asking you to kill yourself, but I am asking you to no longer exist. Um, so, but Gouda's number one. That smoked Gouda. You get a good piece of smoked Gouda. Good goo. The things it'll do to you. But have as you a virgin, had, to me, it's better than sex. Have you had a Pepper Jack grilled cheese sandwich though? Anybody got that time? I'm gonna need some milk. Now, what you okay? Get you go to your nearest Chick fil A and have them do you a pepper jack grilled cheese, and you're gonna be like, It's just changed my life. No, I'm not. I'm gonna ask them to give me a chicken sandwich, possibly with a piece. You and the only reason it's gonna taste great is because that's God's chicken and God's <laughs> cheese. It's, it's his pleasure. <laughs> God has blessed it. Oh, okay. Okay, we're moving on. Name one of your favorite female comedians. Uh, do I have to? Does it have to not be my friends and family, or is it just you know? Um, I really enjoy one of my best friends is a comedian, GL Douglas, Ty Davis. Um, I love them. Uh, Corey B. I really like her. I don't know who my favorite is, so I really don't listen to a lot of comedy, and that's on purpose. Yeah. Um, the, and because I want to be able to be like all my ideas are my ideas. Correct. So when I go to sleep and I wake up, I want to be like, oh, no, I thought yeah. of that. I, I saw it. And then I went to sleep and I'm like, oh, man, I just had a new concept. And it wasn't. It was something that I saw on a comedy special. So, like, yeah. if I watch comedy, it's more for to see what that stage present is, to see what people are doing in the industry. How are, how are you? How are you filming it? What is being filmed? What is being done on stage? OK, this is what we're doing now. Boom. Less than listening to what they're saying. Right. New concepts entice me, like the improv- improvisational way that 85 South does their show. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's groundbreaking. People yeah. aren't really doing that. And so that's something you see and you'd be like, OK, can I do that? Can I get with a crew? Now, you don't necessarily want to emulate exactly what they're doing. Right. But if you see that's something that's going on in the industry now. I say go for it. It's 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 flattery because you are uh, imitating them, but you don't have to do what they're doing. Right, because and then another thing that's going is uh, the crowd work videos too. That's that's but, going crazy. But everybody was doing crowd work, so to me, to me, what separates you as a comedian is your ability, what you can do outside of crowd work. Mm. I think like 
I figure 99.9% .9 of comedians should be able to do 99% of 99.9% .9 of funny people can do crowd work. Your mm -hmm. drunk uncle can do crowd work. Yeah. You can bring your drunk uncle in there. He ain't never done anything on stage. He can sit there and talk about everybody in the room. With your old big head, he can do all of that. You know, you've seen that mm -hmm. at every cookout in America. What right. separates from me is your ability to take crowd work and do material. Oh, yeah. The material is what makes you, if you if you can put together a joke, if you can put together a premise, a body, punchline, if you can use rules of three, if you can come back with callbacks, if you can do all that, that's what separates you and makes you a comedian. Right. You can be funny and do crowd work. That was the evolution of D.L. Hughley to me. D.L. Hughley was only known for crowd work. You got to remember, when D.L. Hughley, that's all you knew about D.L. Because he talked about everybody in the crowd. This is true. When he didn't have, you didn't have, you can be like, oh, right, give me a D.L. Hughley joke. You would have been like, ah, eh. I think the only way I can tell you a D.L. Hughley joke is just because of Kings of Comedy. And that was so popular. So that's the only reason I can say, oh, I remember he did but this. But you remember, they changed him on Kings of Comedy. Mm. When Kings of Comedy started, when that tour first began, DL was the host and Steve mm. Harvey was the headliner. Okay. But Steve was going up after Bernie Mac and Bernie was burning the house down. Yeah. And they was like, no, nah, we got to make these changes. And so Steve ends up becoming the host and DL ends up becoming the opener. But mm -hmm. what it did for all of them, though, was it put them on different platforms. Because uh -huh. until then, nobody knew about DL stand-up. I'm talking about nationally. Right. Nobody knew he had any material. So now you put him in a position where he was seen differently. Right. Steve was seen differently as a host. King, between Kings of Comedy and Megafest is what put Steve Harvey where he is now. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be able to tell me different. They saw him as a host because of Kings of Comedy. Yeah. And Megafest, they saw him be able to be able to be accepted by the masses. He owed TDJ said at least 10%. <laughs> Not just because he's a preacher, but just because. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it showed them in different lights. It it was the first time Bernie Mac was put into the spotlight. Bernie was always that great. If you remember, outside of Kings of Comedy, there is really no material. There is no video of Bernie Mac doing a longer than 10-minute set. That's true. You can't I don't find it. <laughs> right. You can't find it. Right. But Kings of Comedy put him in a position where we all saw him, and we mm -hmm. was like, who is this guy? Yeah. You know, said just stayed said. Said was the only one who stayed in his lane. Going into it, said may have been a bigger name than all the other ones, but he didn't catapult because of it. He kind of yeah. just stayed. Said just stayed. It didn't show any versatility. Said was always solid on stage. He could always stand and deliver. He was always an old school pimp kind of look. You know what I'm saying? So nothing changed with him. But the other three, it catapulted them. Kings of Comedy was amazing. And I just I think that Queens of Comedy failed because they didn't do anything original. They tried to be what Kings of Comedy was, just female. I think you could have put that same group together, let them tour, but let them be them and not compare to, you put them in an unfair comparison when you put yeah. them out there. And generally speaking, generally speaking, whatever the bias is, people feel like male comics are better than female comics. It's yeah. not true, it's but it's just a general perception. Yeah. And so when you put them up there, it was never going to reach the heights because people are like, oh, that's girls trying to be guys. And that only works for Brittany Griner. It's so stupid because funny is funny, no matter what gender you are. It uh, it doesn't matter what and and we in a, we in America in twenty twenty three in about twenty years ain't gonna be no such thing as gender anyway. So that you might as well let that go. Race <laughs> is already on its way out. Everybody gonna be gray. Okay, 
give it up to all my great people out there. Be like, what is that? I mean, they were black, then they mixed with a white, then they met a Mexican, then they all came back and had sex with an Asian. So we just listen, threw all of them in there. If it changed my tax bracket, give me that gray. But <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I've been trying to identify as a white man for tax purposes for a long time. I'm trying to tell you. I'm black for Juneteenth and all the cookouts, but tax worthy. Listen, okay. Make me white. So what okay, we're moving on. What are some challenges that you had to deal with in the industry and how did you overcome them? Um, I think the biggest challenge is just the, the change in landscape of what um, comedy has become. It's, it's become less and less of a, what can you do on stage compared to who can you put in the seats. Mm. So it don't matter if you're funny or not. And, and so this is going to sound like a swipe, but it's not a swipe because he, he did his work just in a different way. But it's the it's the T.I. argument. OK. People don't care that T.I. is not a comic. He's not. He don't have that much material. He's not a comedian at all. But clubs are going to book T.I. at an enormous rate and he's going to get to be able to get whatever amount of money he wants because he's T.I. And he's going to be able to put butts in the seats. There are a lot of very, very gifted, talented comics that I know who don't have the platform simply because they don't have a platform. So comedy clubs don't want to put them in because they don't necessarily put butts in the seat. It doesn't take away from their talent at all. It's right. just putting butts in the seat. So my my biggest hurdle has been, and what I'm starting to overcome has been being a great talent that people don't know. So that's why I'm really happy for pl platforms like this, where they're like, oh man, I never knew who that dude was. Let me go follow him. Let me go check him. Then the ball now comes into my court to keep stuff on IG, to keep stuff on Facebook, to keep my Christian mingle popping so that uh so that when people go in to check me out, you know, and they can find me on in, in on Christian Mingle at Dance Like David, ladies. <laughs> your, your, your profile name is that bad Negro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I ain't think about Shadrack and Abena, uh Meshach. It's a bad Negro. Oh man. Okay. Now, what is name one of one entrepreneur that you admire and why? Uh, my good friend Kev on stage. Kev, man, I admire Kev so much because not just because I know him and I've seen his struggle, but I and struggle and success. Yeah. I've seen him get to where he is now. Um, I've seen him just believe in him and go a hundred a hundred percent for him. You know what I'm saying? So he does have his wife and no disrespect to list. And uh rest in peace to Jason, his brother, who was who was right there with him through the struggle as well. But to see how it manifests, to see how he learns from his gains and from subtractions. Yeah. Um, I toured with him two times on his tour to see how the first year we went on tour, it was one way. Second year, he changed the tour up and it was completely different because mm -hmm. um, he learned on the first one. Second one, I'm in his sitcom, Churchy, to see how he learned from putting a, putting a whole sitcom together himself and paying for it and employing yeah. black people and all that stuff. Man, I respect him to the to the moon and back. So what do I got to do for you to plug me in? Because I know I done touched everybody but Kev. Oh man, I I, I I'm not gonna allow, I can't allow you to touch him because he has a whole whole wife. Oh oh no, but, okay. Um, no, no, you know you know what I mean. I ain't yeah, I know. Kev is one of the coolest dudes in the world, man. And so people think you can't touch Kev. Like you might not be able to physically touch him, but he loves to give back. So I'll reach out to him. I'll drop him an email or something. And, and, I'm, I'm down and I, for to and get for people trouble. watching, it's not like I don't have his number. Like I call him at all yeah. times. Like I call, we text often. Yeah, that's that's but, your homie. Yeah, that's that's actually my friend. I don't want people to be like, oh, here he go. No, I want to be a home at. Like, can I just can I just touch the him of the garment? Or the, or that's the it. That's it. You know. What and I'm if saying? you do, I'm gonna be like like Peter on the side. I'd be like, yo, what is who is that that touched Jesus? Who did that? 
Not calling Kev Jesus. It was I. It was I, Sir Kev. (laughs) So if you got an issue of blood, Michelle, I think we should wrap this interview up because that means you're going to need to get and make a change. But you're wearing red, so you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, and you know, now that I, you mentioned, I shout out to Nate Jackson. Let me open up for him for a whole weekend. We killed the stage. So, and I was know, supposed I was to be there. I was in. supposed to have been going. Now that you, Nate Jackson, super funny comedy club in Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. Uh, correct. I'm correct, right? I said yeah, that right. right. Yeah, I thought so. I was supposed to be going there this week, but something happened, so I'm not going. But if you're in that area, man, go check out. Uh, and then we had sex. Um, podcast. It's hilarious. And they're at, um, I don't know when this is airing, so maybe I should take that back. Just check your local listings and go to Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club whenever you can. If you're oh, in yeah. Tacoma or Seattle or Northern North, or Northern California or Lower Canada, mm-hmm. y'all country burning up anyway, go go check out Nate. And- <laughs> yeah, he came, he did Atlanta Comedy Theater a couple of weeks uh, back and I was able to... Uh- oh, he came to you. I thought you went hey. out there. No, 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 no. But I, I will. I mean, hey, if, if you book me and I'm and this, the flight is paid for, I am pulling up. <laughs> oh, no, you can't just pull up. Nobody pulls up to Washington State. Well, I'm saying if it's paid for, I'm pulling up. Yeah, if it's paid for, yes, but not on your regular. Ain't nobody just be no, like, I you know what I'm going? You be out there now. I'm going to Seattle. No. <laughs> so we are moving on. What are some words? You tell we're... me we moving on one more time. Okay, well, we are moving back. What, what, what phrase would you like today? Don't even, don't even segue. Just ask the next question. I'm picking with you, Michelle. It's your show. Do what you want. What are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur? Uh, believe in you before anybody else does. One of the things I think we all have a problem with, man, is, is actually believing in ourselves the way that other people believe in you. I have that problem every single day. Like, I... When people tell me, man, I see this in you, like it it always surprises me. Like you reach out to me and you like you wanted me to do your show. And I was like, why though? Like I, I had that. So you excited, you like, yo, I want to get this guy on. I believe I think this. And I'm like, eh, whatever. So I always tell the young cats, man, believe in you first before you believe in anybody else, before anybody else believes in you. Cause if you can master the belief in yourself, you'll be able to push yourself to heights. A lot of other stuff is gonna do. And when the detractors come and when people will be like, nah, you can't, you be like, nah, but I, I know I can. I believe in you. So start with that first fan and let that first fan be you. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Like, I reached out because I know talent. I know funny when I see funny. You're talking about real talent? Him. He's a great guy. It's just comedy. Yeah, I know him too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I'm like, but I know funny. And then, you know, when you when certain personalities resonate with you, it's not by chance. So it's just like, nah, he, he doing something over there. <laughs> so, I appreciate so, it, man. What he doing too? <laughs> I appreciate it. And I try to keep my name out, my name well within the community, because uh, comedy is a, a weird fraternity. Like we push each other more. Like um, a lot of people think that comedy is only like the comedy clubs and stuff, but most of the work you're gonna end up getting is gonna be from other comics and, and people like that. And we spread a lot by word of mouth. We we know we COVID, so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how it works. So, I mean, I, I appreciate it. And that's why I don't ever be like, no. Like, I don't even think I gave you no pushback for real. You just like, yo, can you do my shows? It's like, yo, just win. Like, yeah. let's just get it done. And, I, and I'll and i do that anybody that reach out. And that's it, good. That's because I mean, I, I'll take that back. Well, yeah. Because some people are just trying to get in my draws. And I got to keep myself un-SVU'd. I, you know, a lot of people have a hard time with me being a, a virgin at this age. So, a lot of ladies is trying to, Which you know. You virgin. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I tell my kids all about my virginity. Oh, okay. To like Mary, okay. Um <laughs> so, we have an angel sex. Go ahead. We're going on to our next segment. Now, this, this is a fun segment. 
This is our kiss or diss. It's celebrity crushes, and you define who you kiss and who you dissing. All right, let's go. We got Regina Hall or Holly Berry. Who you kiss and who you dissing? Man, I'm gonna have to go Regina Hall just because everybody done kissed up on Holly. So Ooh. yeah, just give me that. Give me that. Give me that Regina. Give me that Regina. And I think Regina will cut somebody for me. She I don't might. think of a, I don't think of a fight break out. I don't think Holly gonna be there. So give me Regina. I don't know because Holly played a good convincing crackhead. She might yeah, have it. Yeah, uh, look, made me feel good. But all I'm saying is, okay. I don't think she's ready to fight. I think in real life she light skinned too. Nah, give me Regina. All right. a thousand times. We got Taraji P Henson or Lisa Ray. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Oh, give me Taraji. Okay, give me Taraji. And that that was that was that was that's the mature me. That's picking yeah. Taraji. Man, old school me was like, give me diamond, ebony, ebony. But no, new me, give me that Taraji. And I've met, I've met, I've uh, never met Taraji P, but I've met uh, Lisa Ray. And okay. uh, it was a great, it was a great three minutes. Um, and that's what I would have gave her. But no, but right now, Taraji is what I want. All right. We got Shirley from What's Happening or Mary McLeod Bethune. Who you kissing, who you dissing? Oh, I'm a double diss. I'm gonna let both of them go. No, we can't. We can't double this. No, we gotta pick one of them. Good. Who? Who chose these? <laughs> me. What in the? Just let me die, Lord. What in the upper room, me Jesus? Shirley or Mary McLeod? I'm going with Bethune. At least she got a college name after her. Ain't nobody paid attention to what's happening. All right. We're on to our next segment. DAQ. I'm going to tell you a DAQ. Shirley from What's Happening or Mary McLeod Bethune. That that was DAQ number one. Well, God, who does that? Niggas like me. That's what <laughs> Listen, you put the nigga and nigga with that. Could, niggas is going to... The level of niggerdom you just displayed. We They're like you. Harriet Tubman or Rosa Parks. Nigga, what? Well, thank you for my next one. I'm going to do that next. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, Rosa was cute, though. Like, you Rosa, know. So, you know, Rosa's cuteness is what made them choose her for the. So, just my whole letting people know a little something. There were women who had sat before Rosa, but yeah, Rosa had a look that helped them. She had a look on intelligence. She was light skinned. Yeah. So, that was one of the reasons why they chose her to. Yeah, to be the face. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know how it is. You ain't put, but you could have put Rihanna in any of those questions. You was like, nah, Mary McLeod. <laughs> I'm about to cut off my Wi-Fi. Well, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. All right. What is the, one of the worst jobs you've ever had? Oh, man, security guard. Security guard was the worst because, first of all, I want securing. I'm going to tell you all right now, a lot of security guards ain't there for your security. I, I'm going to tell you what, when I was a security guard, if anything broke out, I was out. It was, listen, they won't pay me enough to be a hero. You know how some security guards take their job seriously? I did not. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I ended up having to secure like a waste factory one time. Well, what the hell? Uh, Who's going to steal That was my whole thing. I was like, who's stealing this stuff? So I was in there asleep the whole time. If y'all needed some waste, I y'all could have had all of it. Because, <laughs> no, sir, unarmed? An unarmed security guard? How dumb of a job is that? I'm trying to tell you. All well, the I mean, criminals got guns. You ain't protecting no... Who are you protecting waste from? Like, no, nah, you got it. I got I a rape know. whistle. Listen, security guard is a dumb job, period. What, I'm going to make melodic notes to make you stop committing crime? Come on, man. This is ridiculous. You look like a snake charmer with your whistle. 
Yeah, I'd rather just I'd I'd rather have a three way with Mary McLeod Bethune and and the lady and from what's happening. Okay. Nobody found Shirley sexy. Well, somebody did. I don't know who, but somebody did. Somebody liked it. All right. If you could crip walk on anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? I guess you went ahead and checked to make sure I was a crip before you had me crip walking. Um, it's a young lady I used to date that I refer to as Satan. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that I don't wish no death on nobody, but I, mm -hmm. I mean, I really would like for her to get an itch in places that she can't scratch. Um, just a little like, disease, not like a big an eternal one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, solid herpes. Um, I'm talking about constant flare-ups too, like all mm -hmm. the time in areas you shouldn't even have herpes bumps in, like on her knees. Oh, Jesus! Like, I just need the back of your legs to crust up. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever done to get a female's attention? I don't love these hoes. So let me see. Um, I I wish I had a solid answer for that because I'm not. I'm I'm aware of who I am. You know what I'm okay. saying, Michelle. I'm aware of who I am. I'm I'm not what they call a looker. You know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna make you throw up when you see me walk into a room. Okay. But I already know I'm not the one that walk into the room and everybody stop breathing and panties come flying across the room. Mm. I tell people I'm more of a fungus. If you if you around me enough, I'm gonna grow on you. You okay. know, then the next thing you know, your draws is off. Oh. Um, so that's that's just how I operate. So I really don't have to do a whole lot to get the attention of a woman. I just 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 sit around her long enough, and, and she'll get desperate. Oh, she'll, okay. she'll have needs sooner or later. You know, and so all you gotta do is be in the right place at the right time. That'll work. If you could create a lame superhero, what would their name be and what would be their lame superpower? Um uh, bad choice man and and he would sleep with Mary McLeod Bethune. <laughs> Those would be the two things that he did. He would just be wrong choice man. His superpower would be always choosing the wrong woman to sleep with like every time. That would be it. That that's the lamest oh, superpower. All right, <laughs> all right. Name three items you would purchase to make a cashier feel uncomfortable. Oh man! So this reminds me of my life in real life. Uh, mm. Before my mom passed, she would send me to Walmart with her list, um, and it would be stuff that you just don't need. So I would probably just walk up with like condoms, potted meat, and some depends. Okay, that yeah, unsettled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would make sure I didn't get the right size condoms. So no, no man owns the right size condoms. If a man owns the right size condom, a woman bought them for. Because ain't mm -hmm. no man. Because if you got that small meat, you're not buying small meat condoms. You're going in every time. You're going in every time with the largest size. It don't matter if you can't fit that thing in there. If you, if you got to get a little scrunchy. Tie it off at the end, wrap it, whatever you got to do. You got to put that thing on like that blood. When they take your blood pressure and tie it on, if you got to do all that, if you're not going in there buying them Durex. Ain't no man buying Durex, but they I'm telling you what, they are needed out here in these streets. Not that I know of, I've never seen other people's penises. I got a one penis in the room at a time rule. But um, I'm also, and I'm also a virgin, so okay. <laughs> we are going to our next fan favorite, which is Opera That Thing Out. This is where you pick any song that you know at least one full verse to. And you can sing it in your best opera voice. It could be a rap song. It could be a nursery rhyme. It could be whatever you want. Uh, 
What the hell is going on between the sheets in my home? Baby, wait, let me explain before you go and point your cane. Girl, I'm about to have a fit. Oh, it's, oh, it's about to be some. How did I get into this stuff? Never came home with this low-down, dirty woman. Back to where you come from. But baby, wait, but wait, my pack, yo, yo, is grass. Mr. Biggs, before it's done. Wait, how'd you know my name, son? Baby, wait, I was gonna tell you. Mm, this, look, mm, this cat looks real familiar. Mm, but don't I know you from somewhere a long time ago? It's my oh, money and I want it now. That's it. I'm not going to give it all. I want it to get shut down. That's what I'm talking about. Huh? <laughs> Ron Isley and R. Kelly, man. It was a, a powerful duo. Yes. Ron, Ron Isley took them all under 70, and R. Kelly took them all under seven. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to the next segment, which is GMG, and okay. that is what grinds your gangster. Okay, Name okay. Your pet peeves. When people ask me whether I would want Mary McLeod Bethune or or Shirley from What's Happening, um, what grinds my oh man, people who can't master homophones. If you don't know the difference between two, two, and two, uh, okay. if you can't if you can't use the right two. In the sentence that gets on my nerves. If you don't know the difference between loss and lost, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's sorry for your loss, L-O-S-S. -S, you mm -hmm. know, because if you put sorry for your loss, there should be a word after that. There should be a noun that mm -hmm. follows it. It should be a lost dog, a lost car, a lost weight. Um, yeah, so so stupidity grinds my gangster. Okay. I'm I'm good with everything except for stupid. And I'm not saying people who can't deal with homophones are are, are stupid per se. But I am saying they're closer to stupid and smart. Oh, okay. Okay. And and Android users. Oh, well, we not gonna do with that. Oh no. Oh. If, I, if my message don't come not, back blue, not that's why for Samsung. What you not finna do? Uh -huh. That's what that's why God, that's the only reason I'm on this interview. I, that's why God made sure you ain't have my whole phone number. That's why we've been going through messages and stuff. Because if I had to text you one good time and that thing would have came back green, no I'd be like, cuz I don't even want to be on this show. You know, I don't okay. want to be there. You know what? That, that's Which is, I've yeah. been on a lot of podcasts. This is probably the best one. Shout outs to you for everything except for that question about Mary McLeod Bethune. But this <laughs> right here, I mean, the graphics, everything that you do, this is this is top notch, man. So I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. But just don't come for Android no more. I'm just, just saying. Nobody comes with an Android. <laughs> you, I'm, you know what? That's it for you. That's it. That's the last one. Yeah, anybody <laughs> going to be grinding on you if you're a gangster and you got an Android? All right, we are going on to our game, which is Singadoo. Now, Singadoo is a family fun game that all can enjoy. It's a music game, and you're singing the melody of the song, which you can only use the word do. So we have different genres. We have hip-hop, R&B, greatest hits, pop, billboard hits, country rock, Singadoo favorites, old school TV themes, all that. So what I'm going to do. But you can I only use the word do. Who is thinking of these things? Was Uno not enough? Well, it's, it's a game that me and my homeboy created. So, yeah. When, during that the was you? Yes. Yo, I am so impressed. I need to find out where I can find singer. I'm getting. Singadoo.com. Oh, we going on singer. Tell my kids right now, unless it costs more than $5, we going to get us some singer do. You know. 
Well, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the um, first couple of songs. I'm gonna let you guess, and then I'm gonna hold the um, card up to the camera. You pick a song you can do, and I can try to guess. All right, let's go. All right, so I'm gonna do um, R&B and hip hop. Well, yeah, first one I'm gonna. She look like she don't know all her cards. No, I was trying to figure out what song I'm gonna do. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. I got it. What is it? I don't know where. I don't know why. Why he's going away, and I don't know where he's going. My baby, but I'm gonna find. Been around the world. There we go. All right, all right. I had to get to the chorus. You know I'm black. This is uh R&B greatest hits. Um Never too much by um. No, no. I can even call the man Martin Luther King by Luther Vandross. All right, last one. Hip hop. All right. Uh, but I still don't think that song's called Never Too Much. I think it's got a weird name, but no, black people call it Never Too Much. Oh, okay, go. Yeah. All right. Do, 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 that is uh, Aisha by Another Bad Creation. You better be a singer, dude, champ. Uh, 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 I was on that. All right, so I'm gonna hold up the ca um, card to the camera. You pick a okay. card, you know, and then I'll guess whatever it is. Let me know if I need to move the um, card. Uh, yeah, you gotta come in. Uh, all right, I'm going with uh. Tell me this go. Greatest. Oh, do 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 Huh? Yes, that's rhythm of the night. That is it. That is it. Uh -huh. We better be doo-doo champions. You, you done hung it upside down now. Flip it back up. Yep, there it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Last one. I like this game. It's upside down again, but it's all right. I'm dyslexic, so it don't matter. Uh, Go up. Go up a little bit. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to go. Do, 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 do. That's a game. This is a TV theme song. DuckTales is correct. DuckTales is. You better get on it. We about to be Singadoo world champions. Well, that is how you play Singadoo. If anybody's interested, you can get it at singadoo.com. And Cletus, please let everybody know how to find you. You know, before we get here, I got to ask you something. So is Cletus your real government name? It absolutely is not my real government name. My mama was okay. not that mean to name me Cletus. Um, so I looked up, you know, you be looking up like just information you may not know, like bio. So I was just like, who is this a Marvel character? Wait a minute now. And it absolutely is a Marvel character. So the um, true story behind my name, I, I try to keep it 30 seconds or less. I started doing radio in college. We flipped our radio station from jazz to R&B. It was myself, a young lady named Candy, and probably one of the biggest names in entertainment right now is a guy named Phil Thornton. He's a executive producer behind R&B Divas, a whole bunch of those shows. So the three of us were getting ready to go into radio. We did everything to flip the station over. We loaded all the music. We did everything. The show was coming on at 3 o'clock. We'd done everything but come up with our names because we were not DJs. We weren't disc jockeys. So you can't just be on the radio with your real name. You can't just be like, my name is Samuel Jackson. And that was the, I mean, unless you're Samuel Jackson. So right. we 10 seconds away from going on air. I just picked names out of Spider-Man. So he was uh, Peter Parker. She was Black Cat. And I was Cletus Cassidy. And it just stuck. Okay. And I was going to ask you, like, who who granddaddy was named after? But uh... <laughs> Probably Mary McLeod Bethune's granddaddy because 
stupid. Well, this has been another episode of uh, Candy Kiss TV. Yeah, let me tell people where to find me, though. I just that's what I'm doing now. Oh, Please, well, let me let you do your job. You. If you're looking down here, this is where you can find him on Instagram, but he's going to tell you the rest. Go for oh, it. it is. No, it's everything. My bad. I'm And it's up there. I see it. That's Because uh, I'm just using my Stevie Wonder vision. All right. Um, yeah, you can find me on all forms of social media at Cletus Comedy, C-L-E-T-U-S Comedy, C-L-E-T-U-S. If you can't spell comedy, I don't want you to follow me. Um, you can find me every morning on my Facebook Live and on my Instagram, nope, nope, on my YouTube channel. I have a show that comes on 7 a.m. Eastern time called See You in the Morning. It's 7-ish. It ain't really. It's live, so 7.15. If you tune in by 7.15, I'll be there. Um, and then 7 a.m. Pacific time, you can see me as the co-host and producer of the Michael Call Your Morning Show. That's Monday through Friday. You can hear my voice on that podcast that he has as well called Michael Talk to Everybody. Um, and just doing clubs and colleges all over the country. So you can find me there. But social media, at Cletus Comedy, at Cletus Comedy. Only thing that changes is on ChristianMingle.com. You can find me at that Rod and Stab Comfort You. <laughs> well, that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. You can tune in so every funny. Monday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Such Share with a great show. Comment. That was, you know, it's so great. I'm going to need for you to do, get that follow and that subscription going on. You know, people I'm going to do that. I'm going to do both. I'm going to follow and subscribe and I'm going to share it. All of that kind of stuff, man. This, well, I, 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 I love giving people their flowers while they still got allergies, man. This is an amazing, <laughs> amazing show. And uh, you, you're my Oprah from now on. And if you would like to give me a car, I'll take that as well. But I just think it's amazing your professionalism, the way that you communicated, had everything on point was just great. And you even tried to prep me for the show, and I just refused to be prepped. So if there were any mistakes on the show, it was not her. It was all me. This show is amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I appreciate you. Till next time. <laughs> it's about to go down. That's right. Candy Kisses TV presents Comedy Versus. Old school versus new school. Hosted by comedian Michelle C. We've got Double D, Mario Torrey representing for the old school vets. And Tony Love and K-Stream representing for the new school. Listen, who do you think is going to get the crown? Only one way to find out. Get your tickets now. I live in Atlanta. I don't know how it is up here, but in Atlanta, they charge you $5 a minute. Every minute you late picking your baby up. Is it like that up here? They got a late fee. I was like, this ain't no DVD or run a car. This is a baby. The last Thursday, I was 30 minutes late picking my little boy up. I walked to the door. The lady said, uh, that'll be $150. I said, shit. You can keep his ass. Lay down. <laughs> 150 you bought that baby, ma'am. That's your mama tonight. Take your jacket off. Lay down. <laughs> what singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey, yo. What singer do? What singer do? Hey, cool. What singer do, cool? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card do, using only do, the word do. Do. Stay, same genre. Do. What? Do. do. Do 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 being last on your list, but no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com.